This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. It is not intended to cause or induce breach of an existing agency agreement. The goal of this podcast since day one is to provide the best information on the Vancouver real estate market at no cost to you, the listeners. To that end, we'd like to thank the following sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Marcon, a local family-owned and managed real estate development and construction company that's been around for nearly four decades. Marcon is not only committed to high-quality construction, but it also is making a positive impact in the communities in which it builds all across the Lower Mainland. We want to highlight two incredible Marcon projects. Elmwood, a 38-story tower located at Burquitlam's most important intersection, Como Lake Avenue and Clark Road. This landmark tower will feature 335 condominiums, over 37,000 square feet of office and retail space, and almost 20,000 square feet of amenity space. Elmwood has been incredibly popular with 80% sold currently, but they still have a great selection of junior one-bedroom all the way to three-bedroom homes remaining. Check out markon.ca slash Elmwood for more. And Matt, we are also excited about Sone House, Markon's newest community in West Coquitlam. With 165 homes ranging from junior one beds to three beds, Sone House offers the perfect West Coast aesthetic with a more nuanced Nordic-inspired design. Register today at markon.ca slash Sonehouse. That's S-O-E-N-H-A-U-S. Or you can learn more at markon.ca or follow them at Instagram at markonhomes. Markon, building for life. Hello? 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 This is the Vancouver Weather State Podcast. And welcome back to Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Scalina. And I'm your other host, Matt Scalina. And Matt, today we've got a phenomenal episode. We have Morgan Brown and Michael Yu from Oakwind Realty. That's right. Founders. Partners. Partners. Principals. In in, in Oakwind Realty. I think they both have other partners in life. But yes. Uh, yes. But yeah, this has been a long time coming. We've been talking with these well, guys. Well, they do. We, we do know they have other partners <laughs> in life. That's, I don't think speculation. that's... speculation. <laughs> We're we're confident they have other partners. Yeah, we're in life, confident they're business partners. They are business partners. Right. We've been talking to these guys for longer than the podcast has been around. Sure, uh, we just switched brokerages to Oakland. We did, which is very exciting, and we're we super finally, excited to be to be here. Yeah, we're we're excited to have them on the show. Uh, it's been a long time coming, and the conversation does not disappoint. It doesn't because these guys not only are they owners and uh, uh, broker owners of Oakwind Realty, but also they are agents, so they operate in the market, and they're also investors, so they are constantly monitoring the city of Vancouver and the greater Vancouver area, and they have some great advice. You really, really great I, advice. I, I feel like these guys are, are uh, let's say, wise beyond their years. Right. They're both uh, very, very accomplished. They both are doing things at a clip that most other people are not yes. in this marketplace. And that uh, really speaks to, to their experience and the wealth of knowledge that comes out of this conversation. Yeah, lots of energy and... Um, lots of energy. You, you definitely pick up on that. I think we were talking about like Morgan Brown in particular... Lots of energy. She's uh, she radiates. She radiates. Yeah, yeah. Michael, and it's a compliment. Michael, yeah. more of a thoughtful guy. More of a thoughtful guy. 
<laughs> he radiates a bit. He definitely does. He's like the old radiator you kind of got to <laughs> kick on. Uh, he's like the... He's, he's and Morgan's the radiator from the future. Yeah, yeah. Morgan's we like Morgan is Earth like sometimes it's like they took like a uh, some kind of new technology and captured it, and that's it's it's like the grid system in Olympic Village is Morgan. <laughs> Michael's like an old water heater. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just kidding, Michael. Michael's fantastic. One of the most thoughtful, thoughtful guys. Most I know. Of the thoughtful guys. And uh, yeah, but let's uh, we'll definitely get to that. But before we should say Michael is actually our our guest on. Vancouver Real Estate Live this upcoming November 6th. That's Wednesday. So a few things. One, last week we said November 9th. So if you were really keen to tune in and you realize it's on a Saturday night. We got great uh, news. That was was a mistake. (laughs) It's definitely not happening on November 9th. The Vancouver Real Estate Live is on on November 6th at 7 p.m. Michael's going to be here talking about all things disruption in real estate. Now that is... The industry, MLS, wither agents, are they going to be around? No, but even more so, even more so, self driving cars, health technology, we're going everywhere. We're going everywhere. All of it. All of it. So show up then, bring your questions. Yeah. Have a beer. It's going to be phenomenal. That's 7 p.m. on November 6th. The Vancouver Real Estate Live show. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to having Michael. I got to say, like, of everybody I know out there, and we were joking being facetious with michael but he is one of the thought leaders in our marketplace for sure right that that is that is a hundred percent true i would say that uh you know we occasionally go for drinks with michael and it's uh i leave every time going like wow uh and motivated motivated but also just like Man, he's on a different level. He is on. He a, is on. A, he's on the next level. He's a man with a purpose, yeah. and uh, we can't wait for you to hear him on our show. If you want to have a beer and, with him? It's November sixth. Yeah, Wednesday, it's, seven p.m. It's phenomenal. Um, what else do we got, Matt? We are coming from uh, live at Bento right now. A um, lot of people have have been asking about live, live at, at Bento. Bento. What this actually means, right? Right. right? What, it's what not a sushi do? joint. It's, it's not. And, and here's the thing. <laughs> It, not, it is. It is. We've had to tell somebody. We've had it's to tell, not a sushi it's joint. Not a, yeah, it's it's not what you prepack your lunches with. It's um, it is a place. It's a studio, and the nicest thing about it is they're actually filming live events that you can participate in. Not only our event, but also like things like uh, I think it's called Best Thing Ever. Best Thing Ever is actually one of the best things I've ever seen. It, okay, that was I clever. just came up with that. Yeah, I just came up with <laughs> that. You? Yeah. Best thing ever, dash Matt Scalina, Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. <laughs> but, that but should be one of their reviews. This is what the, this uh, is what they're doing, right? It's basically uh, they they take items around from around Vancouver, right? And they so like this week they did one. pumpkin pie, P- pumpkin pie. So they get three or four different from you know local celebrated bakeries, but also like Save on Foods, right? Blind taste tests, and they sort out which one's the best. Which one's the best. And and, uh, and the answer might surprise you. I'm curious to talk to Ramey from Ramey Films if he if they use food only or if they expand. Like, would best thing ever be potentially like, a, like I don't know, best trampoline? No? This is... And no, no we're getting... No? We're, hold on, no, it's coming in. It's coming in, it's coming <laughs> in. It's, coming in. it's nope, food only. No, just yeah. food, just food. Oh, it's Ramey, yeah. He says, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to the script. <laughs> anyway, it's a phenomenal. It's mainly on Facebook Live, live at the Bento Box. Right. Uh, it's it's fantastic. So check that out. And uh, 
What else do we got? Last thing before we cut to our interview with Michael and Morgan, we have a copy of Larry Beasley's Vancouverism to give away. Um, we are well over 100 reviews, but you still have a great opportunity to win a well, copy of a book. we're giving away so many books to reviewers yes. that I feel like three quarters of them probably have received books already. But the way that you enter into this competition right. without a lot of competition is you Google Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. On the right-hand side, you'll see the business page where you can hit review, you write a review, you get entered into the draw. We have a book signed by Larry Beasley going out today. And if you want a book in the future, this is a very easy way to get your free copy of it Vancouverism. Is. It is. And wait for the end of the show. We will announce the winner this week. And without further ado, Matt, let's cut to our interview with Michael Yu and Morgan Brown from Oakland Realty. Enjoy, guys. Okay, so we're here with Morgan Brown and Michael Yu, partners at Oakland Realty. Welcome, and thank you for coming on. Thanks for having us, Adam and Matt. Thank you for nice having us. Yeah. yeah, thanks for taking the time today, guys. Nice digs here you guys have, too. Yeah, oh. really. I feel like... Uh, um, I feel great here. <laughs> there, there's, there's not enough marble on the wall. I don't feel like we're actually we're at Oakland. At Oakland? Yeah. 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 You know, we're missing some marble and some wood, some <laughs> right, good oak right. in this space. Um, so for our listeners, uh, a lot of our listeners actually will know you guys. They're in the real estate industry. But for listeners that don't know you, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Maybe starting with Morgan? Okay, sure. Um, I am born and bred in Vancouver, British Columbia. Who I, where I call home. And I have been in the real estate business for about 12 years, um, so over a decade. And I started um, as a resale agent myself, a sole resale agent, and grew my team, um, and then became a partner of Oakwin about five years ago. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty, people will get to know me. I'm quite optimistic. I'm a, I'm a person of my word. And the big part of what I really believe in is just enjoying life. So I love to travel. I have right. uh, a new son who's incredible. He just turned one and a great husband. And yeah. She got it all. We're no. all jealous. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And uh, Morgan and I are partners at Oakland Realty, we're, uh, which is a real estate brokerage here in Greater Vancouver. Uh, we're uh, you know excited, obviously, to, to bring aboard you guys to, right. the, to the pirate yes. ship. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, yes. well, we're happy, you. happy yeah. to be here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, and Oakland is uh, it's a, an agency that we started about six, almost five or six years ago and mm-hmm. really tried to do something different with a traditional real estate brokerage. Um, so Morgan and I have been partners uh, since... Since day one, uh, with uh, you know, with with the brokerage, and it's just been so fascinating to see its growth and and um, and working with the agents that we get to work with every day, um, and really excited to start working with you guys for sure as well. Right, and right. Be a part of the pod. Hey. <laughs> yes, we are so excited to be here. Yeah, I, I'm really curious because I, I mean, one of the questions we ask everybody that comes on this show is is why real estate, and and you guys have had. Uh, fantastic careers in our industry. So maybe we'll start with Michael and mm-hmm. just why, why real estate, Michael? Well, you know, first off, I, I love real estate. It's something that uh, I'm very, very passionate about. Um, I, I love homes. Uh, I love, 
everything to do with homes, housing, um, you know, residential and commercial real estate and investment. And I think real estate is the the best vehicle for um, for investment and secure your uh, wealth and and uh, secure your retirement and future. And I think I just believe so much in our product that we get to represent every single day. So I chose real estate as a profession because I just you know, it's one of the basic essential needs that people have, you know, um, you know, housing is, is super important. And I just love being a part of that process, um, either for the most part to facilitate uh, realtors to just help them to grow their businesses and, and be a part of a lot of um, uh, buyers and sellers lives. So for me, that's, that's why I got started into real estate is because I just I just love it. It's great. Right. He really does. He's he's kind of obsessed with real estate. He's a, what we call a real estate nerd at Oakland. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I chose real estate because I think it's one of the it's one of the only um, businesses that is just ever changing. I think we're really lucky to be in a business, especially in Vancouver, that there's so much new development. Obviously, there's tons of people that are coming to our our city and our country. Um, specifically Vancouver year after year. So it is constantly changing. Things are moving, whether it's regulations, whether it's, you know, what's happening with development in, you know, all across Vancouver. Um, We're able to kind of just uh, keep on giving back to a, an ever-changing market. So I, we, I love Vancouver, it's, it, and I love real estate in general. I think I'm a little bit of a real estate nerd, too. I love investing and um, being a part of um, something, you're right, passive income and having having a great investment over time. Well, it's, it's funny because we've you know been doing this podcast for almost four years, and I think specifically it works in it might work in other markets, but in Vancouver it works because of that kind of the dynamism. We right? were the, we were exactly. worried we were going to run like, out of yeah. Topics. We're we're doing right. one a week, and it's like okay, we might after three months be like, all right, we're done. And it <laughs> yeah. turns out it's the uh, it's a topic that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean multifaceted, but also this city just how you know from month to month it's it, it's kind of renewed there's renewed interest and and right. and more to talk about mm-hmm. we we were almost out of a job until the uh uh foreign buyer tax came in yeah, yeah. right and then <laughs> so i was getting nervous in early early 2016 was a little nervous yeah. for the podcast it's always yeah. a, it's a topic of conversation in everyone's kitchen and 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 house right and everyone knows you know a dozen realtors or people that are in development in vancouver it is our number one industry here in vancouver so I think it, it is one of those ones that is always interesting, interesting people right. throughout, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So uh, it's, you've both been in, in actual, actually started as real estate agents, yes. right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Resale agents. You started Oakland five, six years ago. I'm always right. interested in in that transition and, and basically why people take on the idea Mike of, of a brokerage. <laughs> but, and, and also you guys have been growing, it's worth pointing out, like incredibly quickly, right? So so why did you want to start a brokerage? Well, you know, without uh, being too controversial, like um, Morgan and I were formerly in uh, different brokerages mm-hmm. and we felt that um, that industry um, needed a lot of improvement. Um, we felt that, um, um, you know, as as agents, we we should uh, you know be providing better services, better marketing programs, uh, like uh, just better um, uh, services in general to the general public. And we felt that there was a bit of a disconnect with a lot of the brokerages um, in um, that were available at the time in in, in BC um, that um, you know really 
offered education and a great valued service to the agents. And maybe that kind of trickled down to why maybe some agents didn't give the general public um, the amount of service that they really deserved and the amount of um, care and professionalism they deserve. So uh, we decided to start our own firm because um, we really, really wanted to work on that aspect. So um, to, to improve the quality of service, to improve the quality of education and the quality of uh, marketing to, mm-hmm. um, to agents. And hopefully that trickles to the uh, buyers and sellers that our agents get to represent, which I think it has. Um, so basically, um, we have a very, very different philosophy when it comes to uh, a real estate brokerage than most traditional agencies. So, um, you know, we're, uh, yeah, we're just excited to, you know, to kind of continue to, to, to see the growth and also continue to work with great people. And it's all about the people. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think we're, you're, that's a really good point. I think one of, you know, that's a very good question. A lo- why we started the brokerage um, and how we've gotten to where we are is it's always just been about the people, about the realtors, about our, the general public uh, and serving everyone uh, on an on a excellent level. And I think Oakland has really kind of showed that through the last five years. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's been a, you know, it's just a different philosophy when it comes to, to brokerage. You know, um, a lot of brokerages were very, very competitive and really, um, you know, secretive and doggy dog. And we tried to create a different environment where it was really open source, where agents were collaborative with each other, formed a bit of a community so that we can better serve uh, the public. So that's, um, you know, uh, a philosophy we have and it's been working really well. So, and, and maybe just to elaborate on that, um, sorry to cut you off, Matt, but the, so if, for people that don't know, there's typically a brokerage house and then there's kind of sole proprietors within. And and the concern is that often people are very kind of quiet or private about how they're doing business. And when you say kind of more open kind of sharing, it, it just means that the agents kind of within are sharing knowledge, how to do things better. And you see that as kind of everybody kind of collectively rolling the ball forward yeah and, co- and collaborating and right? collaborating and, and, yeah. and we have a thing called agent secrets in our in our company i think that's actually one of the biggest hearts of what we do is it's where other agents are sharing their secret sharing with their knowledge sharing what they do on a regular basis and they give it to all of the other realtors um and they're not afraid that they're going to use it or as a com- as a competitor they right. actually go ahead and say hey you can we could you can Take what I'm teaching you and do it your own way. So we really believe in a collaborative um, community. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and not to put too fine a point on it here, but uh, just in thinking of people that aren't in real estate that are listening, like it, it sounds like you guys are putting oh, – often people think, okay, I work with John Smith or, right. or, or Tina Adams. And, oh, they work at whatever brokerage. Who mm-hmm. cares? I really like Tina. But it sounds like – you guys are putting the focus on the brokerage. Can you talk a little bit about uh, how consumers of real estate should think about brokerages and choosing brokerages, or is that something somebody should should be considering? Yeah, I think it's it's very very important on uh, you know from a consumer perspective well, when they um, look at uh, uh, hiring an agent. So um, and that's one of the big things that they should consider. You know where they're actually um, uh, practicing and where their philosophies are going to be coming from. So um, you know we advise most buyers and sellers out there on the market to interview two or three agents before they choose which representative that they'd like and. Uh, 
one of the big um, uh, you know questions is you know which brokerage you're with and why you're with them um, and you know for the most part uh, we want to be known as the agency that really cares about um, like a very 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 high level of customer service and customer experience and and also uh, fantastic marketing so that your home is going to be presented in, in a beautiful way to attract the, the, the obviously the the best uh, end results for um, for for the for the homeowners out there. So, uh, for us, um, we care deeply about um, professional development. That's really our um, uh, that's you know what really stirs the pot for us is that we have a great community that's very collaborative and we're all uh, learning from each other. But the brokerage itself really cares about professional development. We want our agents to always be hungry to learn and innovate and um, do things, uh, do the extra little things that uh, are going to provide great results for the consumer ultimately. So um, that's like, you know, super important for us. So, and we, you know, because we care so much as a brokerage about our agents providing that service and providing that service to these, those agents, we hope that that kind of goes through and carries through to the, to the uh, general buyers and sellers that are out there, the general public, um, so that they are able to, um, uh, you know, they're able to experience the same uh, the same things. Yeah, you think it kind of makes sense, right? Because if you're attracting the people that are interested in continuous learning and being curious about the industry and professional development, that presumably those people that are that that have that focus, right, are gonna it's gonna translate to to a better customer experience. I guess is that why you guys. Uh, is that what you do, would attribute to the, your kind of the speed in which you guys have kind of taken over a huge chunk of Vancouver's market? We just, you know, we, I'm just joking. No, <laughs> no, I think, I think you're right. I think that, yes, I think that we are aligned with a lot of people that have a, the same type of business philosophy and a lot of people that are entrepreneurs in Vancouver, a lot of realtors that are coming to us, um, want to provide an excellent amount of service and they want to pursue growth and learning on a regular basis because they know it'll enhance the experience for their consumer, the, the sellers and buyers and they know that they can always do better so yeah Mm -hmm. and morgan and i when we first started in the business uh you know 12 13 14 years ago we had very different experiences with our brokerages it was you know it was highly competitive nobody you know nobody wanted to island on island on your own like you're on your own island right you don't really talk you're not really talking to one another so we really wanted to make sure that that was not the case with Oakwin. Yeah, and you know, openly for an agent that is hungry to learn, um, you know, they're also and or just getting started in business, they're also potentially easy to take advantage of for the most part for their hard work and and, and efforts and you we know, never got it. Yeah, yeah, he's got some terrible stories <laughs> I pretty, actually. I have some doozies. He has terrible stories. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, those are really intense. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we yeah, I think we wanted to make a, a safe place for a lot of realtors to grow their business and to constantly give back. Um, and constantly pursue growth and learning on a regular basis, for sure. I'm dying to hear these stories. I know, these <laughs> stories are good. <laughs> Save you know, those for another yeah. time. <laughs> Save those for another one of our uh, happy hour days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so I, I kind of want to shift gears because I, I think of you guys not only as broker owners, but I think you as real estate investors and, and seasoned um, buyers and, and, and owners in this marketplace. So, um, we've got a ton of listeners that are in investors and are constantly monitoring the market. So maybe can you start by telling us maybe what your approach to real estate investing is? 
Well, I think that it depends on what product it is, really, with regards to like whether it's a cost approach or an income approach or right. a market approach. It really depends on what the product is. Um, but I think overall, you know, my approach is you know, it's all about demand at the end of the day and making sure that, you know, whatever we're investing in is something that you can see that could have the potential in the next 10 to 20, 30 years. So I'm a long-term thinker. Right. So instead of, you know, getting something that's maybe hot at that current moment, whether it's like Olympic Village or something on Main Street, I do always try to provide our clients and even our realtors and advise them to look a little bit more further down the line. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to look at a lot of the, you know, I start with doing some research. So uh, I look at kind of the macroeconomics of, of the area that we're looking at. So, um, you know, I basically only invest here in, in Vancouver and BC, you know, I haven't really ventured out yet thus far. So yet, but uh, I look at, you know, how many people are wanting to enter into to the city, the number of like the immigration numbers that are coming into certain uh, neighborhoods, and looking at the housing starts and trying to see, okay, this is gonna be an in demand area in the mm-hmm. future. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of real estate in Vancouver doesn't cash flow. So you have to really look at it from a long-term perspective and you have to really look at it from, I'm going to hold this place 10, 15, 20 years. And Matt, um, Adam and I have had some philosophical discussions about retirement strategies and what's the best retirement strategy. Um, is it through RRSPs or is it through real estate investments? And, you know, with a, we're on a real estate podcast. I think it's a real estate investment. I think a great investment portfolio uh, for, uh, for, uh, for someone in the, you know, someone in the, um, for someone in Vancouver um, is going to uh, rue the day, you know, is going yeah. to win the day uh, in the long term with, um, with, uh, um, you know, with the cash flow that it can potentially bring in after it's paid off fully and so on and so forth. So, you know, for us, uh, that's what I look at when it comes to buying investment properties. I look at it, what's going to look like in the long term. Um, I've listened to you guys pod quite a bit about, you know, the areas that you're targeting and the numbers of people that are coming in with the number of housing starts. And that's going to be relative to the number of buyers that are going to be interested in your property if you decide to sell it. And also the number of tenants, the number of potential great renters that are going to be entering into those same things. And if the macroeconomics work um, and you look at the comparable analysis and some of the cash flow and it's going to do reasonably well, then, you know, then let, let's, let's go for it. Yeah. Right. Can you talk a little bit about that, what reasonably well means? Because it's funny, like we have a lot of people who listen to the show who listen to uh, a lot of other real estate podcasts from either the States or or out of Ontario, other really great shows, but they talk about, you know, cash flow is king. Cash flow, you got to be cash flowing off the start. In Vancouver, it's, it's basically... It's a cap game market. Yeah, it's yeah. a cap game market, but it, but basically it's impossible. So so what do what does reasonably well look like to, to you guys who have both invested significantly in this market? I think anywhere, anything but between four to 10% on a cap rate is always what we always try to get to in Vancouver. Um, you know, anything that's definitely covering your cost, which is, a, I think a lot of people in Vancouver, like that's get, let's get that straight. Everyone just wants to cover their costs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like let's get that straight. Yeah. So I think going, you know, that's a very good, and something again, long-term you're thinking, you know, 10 to 20 years after you've paid down a lot of your principal. Um, that's what my recommendation would be is to find something that is lucrative enough to, to cover everything, but also to make a specific amount on your cap. Yeah. Right. That's pretty normal and mm-hmm. you know, openly, Matt, I think that's very normal in, in um 
you know, high demand international markets. Mm-hmm. Like you sure. go to like New York City, you sure. go to um, and Vancouver is a real emerging international market. Um, and I I have so much confidence in this. I was born and raised here, and I've traveled quite a bit all over the world. Eh, not really all over the world. I've traveled quite a bit. I was just in Phoenix. <laughs> um, <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Um, and you know, I, and I just love the city. I think it's like, you know, basically we're in the middle of a rainforest. We got oceans and beaches and great nature. And, um, you know, in the future, I think nature and environment are going to play a huge factor in people's living decisions and where they want to live. Like if you Mm -hmm. think about it, um, you know, existentially, like you'd want to live in a lush environment that has a lot of fresh water, has a lot of clean air. Um, has a great stable government and, and, and um, you know, although we just had our federal election and, but that being said, uh, we have a great, uh, you know, we we're not a, touching it. Yeah, we're not <laughs> touching that yet. Let's not, touch, let's not touch that. Roll to commercial. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, we're very lucky to live in the city and, yeah. to, and yeah. to be investors here for right. sure. Right. Yeah. And I think it's just calculate, like, like Morgan was saying, just calculating your costs and, uh, you know, making sure that there's after, in, like there's principal and interest payments in a, in a mortgage payment. So looking at that, what that principal payment is that's going into your pocket in the end of the day, like long term. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have, do you have an area that you're excited about right now? I totally do. Actually, yeah. <laughs> between, I'll tell you right now, between um, Fraser and Knight, there's this on Kingsway, you know, north and south, so basic Cedar, Cedar Cottage. Cottage. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's going to go off the hook, basically. (laughs) I'm really excited about that area because I think being born and bred in the city, I've seen it change so much. And what I've noticed is a lot of that community that we had on, you know, the west side, Kitsilano, has really moved over east. And it's a place where you can raise your kids. It's, you know, it's safe. And it's one of those, um, I would say majority of people are really investing from other places in that are not from Vancouver because they see that. Uh, where I think a lot of people that are from Vancouver, they're still in that mindset. It has to be in a different way, yeah. but they should be watching the people that recognize that incredible potential. Vancouver, like it's interesting for me because Matt and I are not from Vancouver, but it's so interesting when I'm talking to people that grew up here about certain areas that to me, I'm like, this is a no brainer. This is a great area. And they're like, Oh, like that's where you go to get beat well, up. Well, that's it. Or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, right. Because they have this stigma that they can't break from mm-hmm. high school when they had, I don't know, their, well, we their jacket to... stolen yeah. from there or something like that. <laughs> I mean, and we have those stigmas in Winnipeg where we were born, right? right it's yeah. like, I, I think about... Basically the entire city. Yeah, the entire... <laughs> yeah, and we call, we call that area Winnipeg. Um, but but it, it is really, it is, that, it is that idea of it's hard to break those stigmas. So sometimes looking at the third-party objective sources is key, right? Mm -hmm. To know where the market's shifting. I've moved more people from, you know, and I've seen more people move into that area from all over the world. So, and you're seeing people that are all career-oriented people that are growing their families. So that is the place to watch, I'm telling you. And it's already changing so much with development as well. You can really just go onto the City of Vancouver website and actually see how much development permits are put into place. And that's where you can see that potential coming in Vancouver. So are you looking more at the detached market or the attached both. market? Both? Yeah, both. Just in that area mm-hmm. in general? I'm all about um, you know, energy hubs and places that you can see people grow as long-term, like meaning you, know, you're, you can really put your children into schools that are you know, 
from preschool and all the way up to grade 12, and they're incredible top-ranking schools, right? Totally. So you're seeing that change come over to the east side. And I think a lot of people from Vancouver have to break that stigma that is over from the right. west side. Yeah. I love this idea of the energy hub. Mm-hmm. I feel like last yeah. week we had uh, John Benest and Michael Ferrer on, and, and John Benest said there's a cool, he was talking about one of his places he was excited about is, you know, there's a coolness factor that's kind yeah. of like intangible, but energy mm-hmm. hub almost is something a little bit more concrete. Well, it's also cooler to say <laughs> than cool for us. <laughs> when I say, man, this is a really cool area, it's like, yeah. said you're nobody dad. believes you. Right? Nobody <laughs> believes you. It's yeah. the bee's knees over yeah. here. <laughs> exactly. You can see Energy it in, like, the grown-up way of saying that. <laughs> It's an old Archie comic. You can kind of see it with transit as well that's happening and, you know, places where you can shop and eat and that's where that energy hub, it's where people are coming to come together yeah. and to where they gather. Be, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where they want to be, right? Where they want to be. Exactly. Yeah, I really like, like Morgan was saying, that pocket. I like looking at retail. Like, I like looking at retail um, because people want to be around great retail. They want to be around great coffee shops, uh, restaurants. They want to be within walking distance of, like, a Whole Foods or something, like, in in those things, in in those ways. And that's, Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I kind of see the cool, independent breweries coming around this certain area I'm like okay that this area is going to pop off like yeah. like this uh, area yeah you're right right like, sure. yeah Very cool. uh, Mount Pleasant here is, is 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 a big one you know I, when I was a kid growing up this is where you got beat up like, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. you weren't allowed to cross Main <laughs> <laughs> exactly like Main Street my uh, old comic store that I used to go to was on Main Street my 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 like my mom was like here's a knife like <laughs> 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 and so like that was when we were you know when we were like uh, teenagers so like yeah this areas change so much so you're kind of seeing that go over to fraser and night street and on kingsway and stuff like that and so that that area is really cool as well are you are you so it sounds like are you excited about the same area michael or is there another pocket that you're excited i like that area i i'm uh you know i'm i'm okay with exploring a little bit further out because um you know i think you guys talked about a lot on the podcast about um about looking at um, uh, public transportation as a really, really get, great key indicator of uh, future investment. And so I, I agree with you guys wholeheartedly. I think that um, proximity to SkyTrain um, is paramount, um, you know, because I think you can only build so much in downtown. There's very few sites remaining. So I like that. I like those areas a lot, like newer product in those areas mm-hmm. uh, I really like. Um, um, so close to SkyTrain, so New Westminster, uh, Berquitlam, which is a really, really great area. Um, Port Moody, if you have a family, great schools and stuff like Port that. Port Moody so, is very yeah. Yeah. Looking cool. at some of those areas. But if you can get a really, really solid property, like that maybe had its rain screen done, mid-90s construction in downtown Vancouver – like that that has a reasonable price per square foot that's going to do you super well as well right. so like you know if you can if you can get um, something like that for the attached market uh-huh. um, but yeah so like the, those are things to, to really consider uh, as well it's interesting because <clears throat> right now um, you know we've seen July August September numbers it looks like October is going to be the busiest month in terms of sales Absolutely. ratio of 2019, 2019 right? so we're, yeah. we're coming up uh, wait for December I know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, but one thing that I noticed uh, in the sales ratios last month was that the West End is actually not performing as well as Yale Town or Downtown. It's actually it's actually quite slow slow in the West End, which mm-hmm. is presumably where you're talking about there right. in terms of kind of '90s construction. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, anyway. Yeah, it seems like stuff sitting over there. 
for all of you looking there, for guys. a mid nineties <laughs> yeah. mid nineties leaky mid-90s condo. Leaky yeah. condo. Yeah. No, 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 rain screen. Michael <laughs> clearly <laughs> said rain yeah. screen. I mean fixed up. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're gonna get a lot more, especially with that Vancouver house being finished and all that commercial all the commercial um, stores that are going in there. So yeah. the West End does really right. take advantage of that as well. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's South Downtown. South End. Or Soto, or which Soto. It also yeah. makes me feel Soto. like a dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in, in terms of, uh, and I mean, this is maybe kind of heading down that same, in that same direction, but where would you invest right now personally? Like, what would you buy? Go ahead, Mike. Well. <laughs> where are you investing? <laughs> Tell me. Share with me. Well, um, so, you know, for, for like future cash flow style properties, uh, you know, like I was saying, those, you know, those, those periphery areas close to SkyTrain, I like newer product because I'm going to hold it for, right. like I plan on holding them for 25 plus years. Um, so it's going to be a, a long-term hold for me. Um, that's, you know, what I'm looking for from an investment perspective. But I think that there's a lot of opportunity, um, you know, in... I've seen prices drops like precipitously in uh, West Side Vancouver. Hmm. Like I, I like um, um, like I I just moved to Caresdale, an area, and I just saw pricing go down quite substantially in those in 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 a period of time. So I kind of got into that market. Um, I've seen West Vancouver um, really taking like thirty, forty, fifty percent. Um, price changing, price changes. So I think that there is good opportunity there. Obviously, those properties are of substantial value. So, you know, um, but I think that there is going to be opportunity. Um, Think about all those people that, uh, you know, think about people that bought in 2008, like, you know, those houses in 2008 when the market shifted down. I think that, you know, there there is going to be opportunities. So, you know, it's good to, um, uh, that, that's what I'm kind of looking at right now. It, we, we kind of said it, touched on it a little bit last week, but the biggest opportunities right now feel like they're in areas where you have to have a lot of money to to capitalize right. on them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, like West Vancouver is seems like such a no-brainer, especially at the entry-level price point, right, where right. you're getting mm-hmm. huge lots, livable homes for the same price as the east, east side now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's crazy. And view lots yeah. and, and incredible stuff. And so, large lots, like 12,000 square feet, as opposed yeah. to getting something that's like 6,000 or 4,000. Sure, right. Right. So sure. And arguably different. a better house. So, I mean, right. it's, it is interesting. But again, it's that higher price point, right? Like yeah. it, the joke is almost like I can get you a great deal on a $10 million house right now, right? right. But I can't <laughs> help you. It, there's no improvement for the person who's got a budget of 700000 really. Yeah, yeah, that market's that yeah. market's pretty strong. Yeah, resilient. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um, maybe uh, in terms of thinking, maybe about worthwhile investments that you've actually made. Um, what is one of the best and worthwhile most most uh, worthwhile investments that you've ever made in real estate? In real estate, yeah. I was going to say. No relationship. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it, really. Yeah. Um, in real estate, I think, you know, um, one of the most worthwhile, worthwhile uh, investments I made was I used to I used to live primarily downtown. I, I, my, most of my practice is downtown. So um, along the waterfront was kind of where I went to. And seeing Concord, um, the potential of Concord past Cooperage, um, where Cooperage is now, where the casino just park just uh, built was right behind it. And Arc mm-hmm. was one of my best investments that I did. I saw that kind of coming seven years ahead, and I bought there and I purchased when it was people really didn't want to live there. It was still kind of like the downtown east side. Right. So again, seeing it kind of on a bird eye view that where the potential of development would be moving forward in ten years was my, one of my best investments. Thank you, nice. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and Morgan, I'm just realizing we didn't ask you about where you would buy now. Oh, where would I buy now? I, I cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would buy, you know, I'm, you know, there's, there's a couple things. So Mike is completely right. You're taking advantage of where it took the biggest hit. So the West side and West Vancouver, but they also kind of took a hit because the vacancy tax happened sure. and people were just leaving them empty. Mm-hmm. I think you have to see that on all different aspects, like even secondary homes. So if you're thinking of getting maybe something on the Sunshine Coast or, you know, you know, some, you know, even something in on the other side of Tofino, there was a lot of people that actually can't hold their properties and they want to get, you know, take advantage, you know, you should take advantage of them if you can. Right. So I really believe, yeah, West side, West Vancouver, and then secondary home properties like on the islands and on Victoria Island and everything. Right. Huh. I haven't had that before. Yeah. I, you know what? And there's, there's almost a contrast happening that we've talked about on the show a lot, but this idea of like your first comment on neighborhoods that are up and coming is almost up and coming because of the community, right? Where it seems like the biggest opportunity <clears throat> lies in these areas where arguably the community doesn't. It's gone. It yeah. has, this has is gone. It's been eroded right. over mm-hmm. time. That's right? the interesting thing, right? And I was yeah. thinking about that too, is this, the energy hubs, right? I don't think there's a lot of people arguing that Dunbar is an energy no. hub <laughs> right now. Right. Uh, or, or West Vancouver, right? It's... it's uh, depending on where you are i think but but there's not okay. that energy but i guess it's you know it really more comes, of a long-term hold it really yeah. because it's a reason for that is affordability you know right. really west vancouver and west side they haven't really made room for multifamily homes and you see that in west vancouver a lot you know you're not seeing tons of condominiums there mm-hmm. where families can't really be brought up where a lot of people have to go and live in that two bedroom or three bedroom condo before they make the move to their second to their detached home mm-hmm. so you're seeing that in cedar cottage you're seeing that in grandview and that's why those energy hubs are becoming so attractive to people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe uh shifting gears a little bit um i'm always somebody just wrote a review and said that we say i'm always struck uh, oh, so really? now I yeah. say, and I do, I yeah. think I say that every that is seconds. shifting yeah. gears, shifting Someone gears. Someone got hit yeah. a lot as a kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no. I'm, I, yeah, I'm trying to figure out a different way to say I'm, be secret. I'm struck. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, the stairs. <laughs> third time this week. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, but both of you guys are, are, are pretty young. Um, and you've, done exceptionally well uh and and you also have multiple i don't know how it seems like you have multiple businesses multiple balls in the air at all times um and i'm just wondering like what advice because you guys are what under 40 uh, what advice would you give smart yes. driven? <laughs> we are under 40. I think I'm the, I, <laughs> I think I'm the oldest. 35, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. could even have went, yeah. we'll just keep going. Yeah. Morgan, yeah. you right. look really young. Yeah, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Michael, you too. No, the question is, what advice would you give smart driven millennials uh, about to enter the real world? Because like, you guys have basically dominated. <laughs> so what, what, would you, what would you say? You go first. Sure. I, I think um, you I think you need to surround yourself with really amazing people. So um, I got to work with Morgan. I've been working with Morgan for the last, you know, f- six plus years now. And 
like it's been an absolute joy and it's added so much to my life. Um, our friendship, um, our partnership in business, um, you know, seeing each other grow and really creating a relationship where uh, iron sharpens iron. And even just like, you know, hanging out with you, with uh, uh, Adam, and, Adam and Matt, we, you can find us sometimes like on Main Street. Cascades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Colony. Yeah. Colony. And, you we know, can't afford Cascades. Cascades. You can't afford Cascades. <laughs> no, no, nothing highbrow for us. Never met a I'm just kidding. So, you know, I think that that's like a really important thing. Like create this like amazing group of people around you that are striving for more. You know, I think that that is that is so important. Um, I, you know, you know, we've done some really we've done some cool stuff, but I know it's because of the people that um, have been with us. So, like, I've been so with true. Morgan for you know, and this the relationship that we have is you know, I am so lucky to to have like great people around me and the agents that we've that we work with every day at Oakland. They're some of the most amazing people. Um, that you can meet on this planet. Like they're, they're just soulful. Uh, they love their clients. They want to do right by people. They have, they're ethical. They're, they're young and energetic and they want to serve. They have a heart to serve. And so, you know, surrounding yourself with amazing people is for sure. You, you, even if I always feel like I'm the dumbest guy in, in most rooms and, and I think that's a good place to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, hanging out with Morgan all the time. And, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm paying you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been like, that was like a big thing for me, finding someone that, you know, that, um, you know, we could bounce ideas off of. And, and that was those Change huge. your perspective yeah. of yeah. things. I, I think, think that's, that's very one. important. Yeah. 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 I think um, you need to make a plan, do your research and execute it and no excuses. I think you have to, as you're, if you're a young millennial or you're an entrepreneur that just wants to go for it. You need to make a plan, strategize, and just go execute it, no excuses, and just keep on going. And I think that that really will take you far places. I think that with a combination of being around really incredible people, talented people, will is, is, a, is a formula that you cannot beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. wasn't a shot clock or anything. No. <laughs> um, and I just want to bring it up because we were talking off air when you first got here, Morgan, and you're like still doing a mastermind right now. So you're like kind of forever learning and challenging yourself to stay on track. Right. First of all, what is a mastermind? Uh, a mastermind is yeah. very cool. <laughs> a mastermind <laughs> was, um, it's actually a, a, about 12 agents from our office got together and we said, you know, Let's bounce some ideas off of each other. Let's talk about really incredible topics and help each other. And again, open our perspective up, open our outlook on what we want to do. So today we had one about thinking big and people talked about what their challenges about thinking big in their business were. And I think you need to, again, surround yourself around people that are willing to challenge you, but also um, push you in that direction to be your best self. So that's right. what a ma- mastermind is just a collective of people that are coming together to discuss a topic that um, is important to e- everyone's Everyone. business. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a, like uh, put yourself around like-minded people that kind of share your goal set, but also you can learn from. We're really lucky to do that. I think Oakland in general has, has made that community, but this mastermind is, is something that um, people really want to every, every Tuesday or every second Tuesday we meet, 
everyone put down $200 and said, if you don't come, you lose that 200 bucks. Like there's something on the line for mm-hmm. it. Right. And you know, again, that was just a community, a, a core group of people that were like, let's do this. They, that's, that's how Oakland has really become an incredible community is that you don't have to, you got 10 to 15 people together and they were all like, let's do this. Let's go into it. Yeah. Nice. There's also a book club. There's book club. Yes. Mike's book club. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. We have a, we have a book club, um, uh, which, you know, I, I, you know, I've always, I grew up in libraries, um, as a kid, you know, um, and comic book stores. Comic by book the stores. Stores. <laughs> <laughs> it's on main street. Uh, a lot of Lucky's knives, a lot of books. Yeah. <laughs> knives, books. Mike is always Nunchuck. reading though. He's always yeah. reading. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I just think that there's something, um, uh, visceral about like picking up a book, um, you know, like getting, nonfiction or fiction, but getting someone's, uh, like their, like 70 years of wisdom, like condensed in 300 pages. Like to me, that's just like, it's unbelievable to be able to have that resource. Um, so yeah, so we have book club where we're able to, you know, form a community around the love of reading, which is, uh, you know, something we have a program, um, for new agents, uh, called Oakland university. And one of the things I kind of hope for is that I, people would catch a reading bug, uh, one day, cause I advise everyone to read certain books, um, in, uh, where we do advise everyone to read some books, uh, for, for our Oakland university, which is our beginner agent training program. And, and um, yeah, so we have a book club where we get to discuss cool topics a lot, and it's over wine and cheese at the office, and uh, we kick back and uh, um, talk philosophy. Yeah, that's nice. good. It does strike me, both of you, even in your responses, it's uh, energy, but intentionality. Like there's intention, and you get it's a very kind of if you just since I've known at least Michael more so than Morgan, mm-hmm. but you, you really f- act with intention. Right. You have it's not I feel like a lot of people are reactionary uh, and go through their day kind of just reacting and putting out fires, whereas you guys seem to be driving your day in a way that a lot of people aren't. Anyway, it's just more of an observation (laughs) than anything else. You have to have intention to get you to get things done for sure. Yeah. And when there's a lot of ideas and a lot of incredible possibilities, then we know that that our intention is always going to guide us the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for even sure. while you're, yeah, the idea of that plan sticking to it. Right? Yeah, you got to stick to it. Yeah, you have to stick to yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of agents like they want to like buck their plan if it's not working after like one yes. day. <laughs> like, okay, got to change it all up. And you know, <laughs> yeah, Tuesday was a rail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of just that it's you know putting things on rails and just like you know this is the plan. I'm gonna. I believe in this. It works logically. It makes sense. Um, so in terms of like we're talking about professional development so in in broke in the brokerage business we're not gonna be able to spend more money than our competitors on marketing we're not going to be able to um you know do a lot of things that they can do but i know what we can do really well and that's really have a love of our realtors and also have a um you know a love of uh of their professional development to so for them to um, to, to gain more better, to gain better professional skills. And if we're, if we're always on that track and trying to improve the agents, they're going to give their customers better service and it, it all comes around in a cycle. And so like, that's what we focus on when we, it's a time and energy spend in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Building the community. But can you, can you maybe talk uh, a little bit as well, like about some of the mistakes that you see young entrepreneurs or young agents make? 
I think the number one thing that I see with new agents is they get discouraged too quickly. You know, I think there's there's a lot of rejection in our business, you guys know, and a lot of things aren't going to go your way, even when you have a plan in place. So they don't, they just get discouraged way too quickly and they don't stick to their plan. Um, that, and they're not, they're kind of afraid to work really hard. Like they're not, you know, back when we started, people were doing four to six open houses to get clients and they were door knocking. And, you know, sometimes you just got to get down to basics and go back out there and work from the ground up. Mm -hmm. So those two things are, are definitely, don't you find that Adam? (laughs) Do you find that? (laughs) Totally. I got super thick skin. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was born with it. It's gotten thinner, actually, particularly around my face. Uh, Is there, is, is that, because, I mean, a lot of people think of, of uh, real estate professionals as, as working, as not really entrepreneurs, although it's one of the kind of the most entrepreneurial businesses I think. I think you can you can be in. Do you have? Is there another one, Michael, uh, that you can think of that you because you have worked with I, hundreds of agents, yeah, right? I I think no, having a really good reason why you're doing something is is very very important. So I think a lot of people like that like we we meet a lot of new agents and they say to us like the reason why I'm doing this is because the market's going crazy and I have seen an opportunity and I want to capitalize on the, that opportunity. They never do well. Mm-hmm. So like, like it's very, it's very few and far between to those people do well and do we actually want to work with them? Um, but when they have like a really true passion about helping people, homes, they have a passion for real estate and um, they have a compelling reason why they're starting a business, like, you know, why they want to be an entrepreneur. Um, and, and I think that that's, that's a really key thing. Um, you know, there's a book by Simon Simic called Start With Why and it's really tries to kind of really narrow down what, um, you know, like why you're doing this exactly. Is it for your family? It's to provide for your family. It's to provide for your future self. Is it for, um, for you to, um, uh, build a legacy? You have to know those reasons why, because then it'll be so easy to give up Mm -hmm. if you don't have those, um, those motivating factors, um, about, you know, like why you're endeavoring into an entrepreneurial and, uh, you know, business that's, you know, the failure rate is very high. Right. So you you have to put extend all your efforts into it. Otherwise, it's not going to work out well. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, for people listening that aren't in real estate and even just investing in real estate, I think that applies as well, right? Like understanding why you're investing in real estate in the first place, right? And and keeping you motivated to, to be monitoring the market kind of aggressively over time and making sure that you're making the right investments mm-hmm. as well. Any yeah. entrepreneurial Every, or investment. You know, yeah. Yeah, venture, exactly. Right. Yeah. Along the same lines, uh, sitting with two people that are doing masterminds and book clubs and, <laughs> and consistently trying to improve themselves in the last five years, what new belief behavior or habit has most improved your life? It's a very good question. (laughs) Um, I think for me for the last five years would be, uh, number one, um, you can, you can build like really, you don't have to do it alone. I think that's a a big part of it is as an entrepreneur, as a realtor, you believe that it's all on you. It's all on your shoulders. And then you don't want to surround yourself around those people because it's like competition or whatever it may be. But I believe that in the last five years, my belief has 
really grown from number one um, is to build a team around you and surround yourself around people that are better than you. That's a big part of it. So obviously me being with Michael and Arlene, um, and we really grew the company because I think we all challenge each other. We all have our own specific talents and you really falling on their shoulders is a, is a, it's okay. So that's number one. And then also just be present, which is hard for everyone. It's the hardest part. <laughs> Sorry, right? what did you be say? Be present, <laughs> exactly. Be present. Was that Candy Crush? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're on Lollipop Lane again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, you know, a couple, a couple of really big things when it comes to, you know, the... Uh, over the last five years and especially this last five years being like a, a whirlwind for us you know we started with zero realtors in a office above a cupcake shop and here we are how many agents do we have four like yeah about 400 over 400 okay, yeah. realtors um that we get to work with very closely every single day and kind of expanding our offices and stuff like that so um one of the um you know the big the big things um is i think what you guys just touched on is to not really I don't think so much about the result. Like I know what result we want. I know the goals that we have set out and the, you know, the track we want to go, but really just focusing on what you can do in that moment in that day at that very, not, not even the day, like at that, at this very moment, what's the best thing I can do? Uh, what is the best thing I can do to potentially achieve the thing that I want in the long term? And, um, and that could be a variety of different things, but when, you know, when you're really present in that moment and you're not really thinking about the result, but just trying to do good work, you know, um, I think, you know, I, I like to think back to like the olden times or if we were all farmers or if we're all like <laughs> lump, like blacksmiths and or like back like really basic times. Lays of back blacksmiths. <laughs> 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 I have that dwarven build. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so basically they, they just want to craft something awesome. They just want to do something. They just want to do good work. And I've been on this train right now. I was like, I just want to do good work. So like what's right now, what's the best thing I can do right now to be great at my job? What's the best thing I can do now to be a great friend? What's the best thing I can do now to be uh, an educator or a student? What's the best thing I can do right now to be a great partner, uh, you know, a uh, husband or a wife or, um, or a son? Like what's the best thing I can do in that moment in the current role that I'm in and really focusing on that well? So that, that's one thing. And the second thing is like fundamentals always rule the day great fundamentals like a lot of people have like what's the secret saucy trick yeah, right yeah. um <laughs> like that's not is there such a that's no, the, no that's, one says that. that's the that's the title of this episode <laughs> no saucy. one says that guys <laughs> no i don't know like do you have to deal with guys oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's funny like you know like you just hear these like what's this the like i want to know the seven secrets and it's always great yeah, fundamental sure. seven habits yeah, yeah. Know, like right? it's like fundamentals like that's like they, they try to attribute it to this the seven secret spices yeah. but it was because like colonel sanders like went door to door selling his fried chicken and he has Hard that work, work ethic right. and he has the f- great ethic. fundamentals <laughs> and so like you know i think that that's like that that that's a big thing to always stick to those fundamentals fundamentals yeah. Yeah, I've got I got one more question. This is a this is last one, and then hopefully you can stick around for the five wire. Oh, sure, like yeah. five wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. So uh, okay, so last question is: How has a failure or apparent failure set you up for later success? 
And and do you in have real a, estate in, in <laughs> any in life in general? But do you have a favorite failure? And yeah, do you I have do. a favorite? I don't. I, I have a favorite. I, yeah, you know, you like. I actually don't have a. I feel like they're not failures. You've never failed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I really believe in just there's there's definitely moments, but I don't let them get to me too much. Like right. the failure, you don't rank them. I don't rank them on yeah. which one's the worst. I you know, I think I'm here doing what I'm doing because I put myself here. Right. Yeah, Eckel Tolly. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, I What's think your failures. My, you know, we actually. St- I, it was something that happened with the brokerage. Okay. So, this yeah, is. I was like, is, are you going to bring this up? Yeah, I'm going to bring it up. Because I don't know. <laughs> okay. We should bring this. I'm just yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up. So, um, you know, our biggest failure probably like we we got into starting a real estate brokerage. Um, so obviously we're known as Oakwin right now, but pre- pri- prior to being known as Oakwin Realty, we we're actually known as Opus Realty, and you know we came into it uh, as you know I, I, we we um, signed up at the real estate board to become Opus Realty, and um, later that uh, you know I found out after a year once we started gaining some traction in the in the industry that you know there was another Opus Realty somewhere in Canada <laughs> and somewhere in in the world and they were like suing us wow. for yes. like trademark oh, wow. infringement and we were going to be like you know and we had so it was a huge failure and I I was like oh my gosh this is so embarrassing Mike um, was really I was <laughs> really Well and you build a brand it. for over spend over a for, year yeah. building yeah. a brand right and right and mm-hmm. and so like it was I thought it was going to be the end of our brokerage openly I was like no one's going to trust me I can't even trademark a name <laughs> and like and I you know, I, I you know, and I cared so deeply about the agents that we were working with. Um, you know, at the time we probably had like how many agents? 30, 30, 30, 30 around 30 that. 20, 30, yeah. 35 wow. realtors. And um, I, we, we thought about all these hypothetical situations on how we're going to make these changes and what we're going to do. And um, we decided that, you know, because of that failure, we were going to try to do something better. And so, like, we, we looked at our business, like, where could we win? What are we going to do? And that's how we came with Oakwind and our beautiful Golden O logo that's hopefully recognized all over the city. There's, you know, um, one of the dreams that Morgan had, remember? Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I wrote myself a letter saying that my, that uh, I'll be able to drive down Vancouver streets and see Golden O's everywhere. And you so do. So it's been yeah, a very, pretty, pretty yeah, close. It's pretty yeah. incredible. So well, I do, at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do, too. They're yeah. everywhere, which yeah. is really the vision. The problems, vision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. My contact lens. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I it, it's true. It, was, yeah. it, really, it was one of our biggest, our biggest faults for sure. Is 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 the opus to Oakwind, but I think it was the biggest blessing. Yeah, so right. it was incredible what happened after that. Yeah, because we just elevated the brand substantially. Our brand used to be this like green and blue really cheesy campy i liked opus but i i really like oak i mean yeah. i i think it was a it's a it's an improvement oh but absolutely it, and is so the, what Huge. the takeaway there is uh seeing an opportunity out of the challenge yeah there's like uh you know fertilizer creates great soil right <laughs> so yeah. when you, like when you crop the bed there's like <laughs> there's a way that you can you know do something uh, with that big failure and something better can emerge so you know we you know, that was, you know, so Morgan and I had, we, we used to get up early in the morning at like mm-hmm. 7, 7.30. And he came in sweating. <laughs> so guess what happened? Yeah. <laughs> like we used to meet at a coffee shop and like we were both living in downtown. We'd meet in the middle at a coffee shop um, at like 6 or 7 o'clock yeah, in the morning. 6 in the morning. Just to 
talk about like how we're going to improve the brand, how we're going to elevate things. And, you know, it was pretty, um, you know, it, so, and so it was a, it was a failure, but it ended up being like probably the best thing that could have happened. It really right? was the best yeah. thing that ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we were able to collaborate and also be with another, collaborate with an incredible graphic designer here and branding company here in Vancouver. And it was just, it, we elevated it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, hey, the five wire. The five wire. Ooh. Can you stick around for that? Well, yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Question number one, favorite neighborhood in Vancouver? Favorite neighborhood? Um, Fraser. Cool. Yeah. Man, you, dropped, cool. you dropped the hood. <laughs> Woo! Let's do it. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is Bantu. Yeah. <laughs> I like Main Street. Yeah. yeah. Favorite bar or restaurant? I think I know Michael's answer. <laughs> Mine is about atmosphere. So Sandbar has always been my favorite. Outlook Vancouver, best. Nice. Yeah. Colony Bar, Main and 13th. <laughs> best, best happy hour. Best in happy hour. Yeah. No. Tapped out Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found the cheapest beer in town. He's so. trying to get something for this. He's yeah. plugging no, it. No, no, <laughs> that's just, you'll find me there all the time. Uh, <laughs> what is one book that you would recommend everyone li- listening to read? Oh, uh, definitely Good to Great by Jim Collins. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Um, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, Stephen Covey. I read once per year. All right. Uh, Matt? What is one piece of advice you would give your 18-year-old self? Uh, don't be so hard on yourself. I think nice. that's been actually... That's been a common one. But I think that's what made yeah. us where we are. But I think, you know, you're... It's funny, yeah. It's really one of those things Relax, that you're like, right? just, you know... Mine might have been be harder on yourself. I was going to say, I actually uh, <laughs> erred in the other direction as well. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's totally. like, I'm only 33. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm only, I got it's time. Good. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> no, you don't. So good. Yeah. Um, 18-year-old self. Um, oh, man. This, that's a tough... Gonna, don't worry, you'll get that girl one. <laughs> <laughs> I did get her. I got her. You got her. Yeah. got her. <laughs> probably, uh, yeah, probably just... Um, yeah, believe in yourself a little bit more mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 Last but not least, what is something you have bought in the last year or two for under a thousand dollars that has changed your life? And we Easy. have, or at least budget. improved it. Easy. Yeah. Pregnancy test. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I think a, a ticket to a ticket away. So a ticket to Greece. I just got back from Greece and nice. changes your life when yeah. you travel experience you said something actually and i just want to touch on this because before we went on air again you said that you go away in mm-hmm. order to improve your business you find like you you're too in it here. too in it here you gotta pull back you gotta pull back you have to see it on a really large scale i think when you're you're living it every single day you don't see the gems that are around you and also you have to think larger i think when you're in vancouver you you're or when you're in your business day to day it's very narrow-minded when you kind of take off you're able to really you know analyze it a little bit totally. more right i also think travelers make better real estate investors because you see how other cities are right. evolving and shaping 100 percent. it's it's worth right. it to book that trip like it's not just a vacation or a cost it it gives you perspective right and i think most realtors know that when you go away it gets busy yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what everyone knows yeah. in vancouver yeah, yeah. yeah. if you're slow if you're slow get away <laughs> book a trip book a trip <laughs> For me, um, I, I, 
I don't buy very many things because I hate shopping. But <laughs> but um, I we got an Instapot. So like uh, so an Instapot is like this pressure cooker thing. When I was uh you know so being an entrepreneur, you're always on the road. You're always out. I was just going out and eating the world's like worst cuisine. <laughs> I think once you start making some money, you can actually afford McDonald's. Like you're like oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm gonna have it every meal. So I gained probably about like when I first started, I gained probably about fifty pounds. Um, wow. just, just in, oh yeah, I know. It was, um, uh, it was like going to the heavyweight class here. <laughs> <laughs> you're but, eating on the go, right? Yeah, you're eating yeah. on the go, yeah, and, yeah. you know, yeah. and you just want, you know, and if you're an emotional eater like me, then you, <laughs> then you want, and you're like, so yeah, like one of those Instapods, like take care of your health. You know, I think it's, it's, I'm learning that from my future wife. So take care of your health, you know, take care of your body because this is, you only get one of them. So like, let's, let's do it's that. So yeah. So yeah. Instapod yeah. was really big cause it's, it's very wholesome and yeah. yeah so it's good. Excellent. Well, maybe we'll leave it there, but how can people find out more about you guys and what you're doing and Oakwin Realty? You can visit us on our website at www.oakwin.com and, or follow us. I think Oakwin on our Instagram and our Twitter are very active, so you can see what all of our realtors are doing all the time. You guys have a great Instagram. Thank you. It's, a lot a, of, it's fun, right? It's like it's, a professional a photographer just follows everyone around. That's what we're Except going for. That's what we're Matt going for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our photos still suck. For <laughs> yeah. It, so probably the best way is like at the Instagram at, at Oakwin. So O-A-K-W-Y-N. And shoot us a DM through there. Like people are always kind of like, ooh, like kind of scared to do that. Just shoot us a DM through there. Hey, I'm interested in learning more about the uh, brokerage or about real estate. And we'll happy, we're happy to answer any questions. And, and we, do and have a, we do have an open door policy at our brokerage too. Come on in. Uh, we'd love to meet you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time, guys. Thank it's you guys. Uh, been a long time coming. Glad you guys had the time to come down. Yeah, thanks for having Thank us. Thank you for having yeah, us. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. So there you have it, folks. Our discussion with Michael Yu and Morgan Brown partners and founders of Oakland Realty. Really enjoyed our conversation with uh, with Morgan and Michael, Matt, and tons of takeaways from that conversation, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I was a young aspiring uh, real estate investor or even just not a young aspiring, just a real estate investor, <laughs> I would be reeling Slightly right now. Slightly older real um, estate investor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, aspirations out the window, uh, real estate <laughs> investor. But also like a young realtor or a young entrepreneur in general, uh, so much to take away from talking to driven people like Michael and Morgan. Driven and, and honestly, one of the things I said it in the interview, but it's become so clear watching these guys is, uh, is the the kind of level of intention in their day-to-day lives, right? right? They they drive their day in a way that not a lot of other people I know do. Sure. And, and you can just see why they're so accomplished. So yeah, tons, tons to learn from that conversation, tons of takeaways. It was, it was an exciting one. Yeah. And uh, we also have a book to give away, Matt, before we uh, end Be- for the day. Before we sign off, we got Vancouverism, Larry Beasley, signed copy, Really interesting quotes on these ones. Uh, secret personal can, messages. Personal messages. Secret. Do we have a winner today? The winner this week is Eric Lee. Hey, congratulations. studio, studio con- applause. Con- congratulations, Eric. That was great. And, and Eric writes. Eric writes. Great and informative podcast on how to invest in real estate in the Lower Mainland. The hosts are just a pleasure to listen to, and the guests they bring are a plus. I'm just starting off my career in Vancouver, and owning property seems like an impossible task. But this podcast has helped inspire me to be more intentional 
in my real estate plans. Wow. Further, furthermore, <laughs> go on, go on. <laughs> it decrypts the hows, the wheres, and the whats behind property ownership. Did, huh? That was. I think secrets going after your job. I think that's the uh, is is that was the longest review I think we've ever had. That, that was, but very. But shout out to Eric. Of that thoughtful. Was, that yeah. was very thoughtful. Th- thank you, Eric. And, yeah. and get in touch. We got your book here. What else do we got? We also got Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. We do, yeah, with resources like private client services. Because Matt, if you are not using PCS, you are standing still while the rest of us power walk by. You get sold prices, days on market. You basically get realtor level information at your fingertips. It's free. It's the best resource out there. There's no better way to look for real estate in Vancouver. Yeah, if you're not using PCS to monitor the market, you're doing it wrong. We also got the Live Wire. That's our weekly mailer that goes out. We got assignments. We got deal of the month. We got different stats packages different different than the real estate board well we got the uh, best stats the, the best. stats that break it down by sub area price bands sales ratios we got it all there's no reason not to be on that list so head over to vancouverrealestatepodcast.com last but not least we got a plug if you're watching it on youtube yeah. uh, this is where you come back to november 6th 7 p.m. michael you's going to be in the studio talking about disruption right it's going to be good and and you should really, I mean, if you're not watching it on YouTube, we appreciate you listening to the show, but we are video recording these all on YouTube. Yeah. I was going to say VHS, but <laughs> no. We, no. Are we, you, are we making you, spare copies? You, just on? in case. You <laughs> never know. What if, I, what I feel like you... Secret would do that. He's got like, he's got a beta underneath that laptop. Um, yeah. yeah. Three or four safety copies for sure. Yeah. But uh, if you want to talk about that. Or anything else, right. real estate related or not, give me a call, 778-847-2854 or matt at vancouverrealestatepodcast.com. Or you can try me at 778-866-4574 or adam at vancouverrealestatepodcast.com. We also got that secret line. Info at vancouverrealestatepodcast.com. Yeah, we're still beta testing him. <laughs> Have a good week, guys. <laughs> Take care. Two thousand faces for radio. Subscribe today. Hey everyone, pardon the interruption. We just want to take a quick minute to thank the following sponsors who make this show possible. We want to take a minute to tell you about Holy House, a nonprofit organization that provides community building programs and tenant support services to low-income seniors, veterans, families, and vulnerable residents in the downtown east side and across the lower mainland. Melissa from our team has been volunteering at Holy House. Melissa, what's been your experience? Honestly, it's been so fulfilling just to spend a few hours a week in the community and watch how the staff really transforms these vulnerable communities from the inside out, starting with just small things, right? Playing games, drinking coffee, having some simple conversations that you wouldn't necessarily think are super fulfilling. And you come out just feeling like you've really made an impact and connected with the community. And you've been to multiple buildings, but you're playing games, 
Drinking coffee. Yeah. You know, serving food sometimes. And you made some friends along the way. And I've made some friends along the way. It's really helped me be more present, actually, in those moments of just, you know, realizing how simple life can be to make an impact, right? Fantastic. And if you want to learn more, you can definitely check out Jenny Conkin, co-founder of Holy House, who is a past guest fan favorite on the show, or head over to holyhouse.ca where you can donate or volunteer. And they're looking for both donations and they definitely like volunteers. That's holyhouse.ca. Vancouver needs your help. Be part of the solution. We are also sponsored by Oakland Realty. This is our real estate brokerage, best brokerage in the city, hands down. If you are in the industry, a new agent, an aspiring agent, somebody just looking to make a change, new culture, new energy, new resources, head over to oakland.com slash join, type in VRP 2020. That's oakland.com slash join, type in VRP 2020. Not only do you get to meet Michael Morgan and the gang, the big wigs over at Oakland, you get a huge incentive for first going to oakland.com slash join, typing in VRP 2020. <laughs> 